Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path, episode 59. Yeah. I, I, I have nothing funny for 59, so... When last we left our heroes, you had finished your exploration, fighting your way through the... It was the house with the ankeg Luckily, we did not holes. see any ankegs. Yeah, that may or may oh not gosh. even had ankegs. We'll find out in the after party whether they and did or not. We had a brief moment of possible guilt at punching these little guys. Oh, because we realized they're just like, you know, oh, you know we're yeah, just following our leader. They yeah. were just brainwashed and everything. But there was that moment of, I don't know if I should be hitting you. I think someone described them as the little three-eyed aliens from Toy Story. Uh, <laughs> that is accurate. That is accurate. Anyway, so yeah, you'd fought your way through. We, we killed the boss and the undead ones last yes, time. Yes, you killed the boss, the oh, undead ones. The gaunt trend, cadaver. Gaunt yeah. cadaver. The trend of uh, exploding enemies continued. Yeah, yeah. I'm tired it's of that. It's a theme. I'm tired of it. It's a theme, yeah. I'm, I'm over the exploding enemies. I'm glad I have improved evasion. If only this is like a video game where they just explode into like gold pieces. Well, or, or it's the kind where like they explode. But after like, you know, they're going to explode because like you can kind of see it and get out of the way. Yeah. Like they start blinking they red start or blinking something. Red. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was like a hit the wheel. They like kind of expand a little bit before they explode. <laughs> yeah. Then all of you had returned back to speak with Unwrapped Harmony, who had provided you with a piece of parchment that one of her followers had recovered that had been dropped by a man who may in fact be the barefooted man that you've been pursuing up until yes. this point. It's a star chart, but we weren't able to garner much information about yeah. it. Nope. You couldn't tell whether or not it was used for horoscopes or navigation or what exactly its purpose was. We're not astronomers or astrologers, so yeah. That's there was useful. a single phrase written on the back of it. No? Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, you're looking at it like, you remember that? And I'm like, I I was expecting Heather to say something. because I apparently did not write it down. Uh, failure uh, which was the line but bones can be broken oh, oh that's, that's right. right that's from this uh, uh, from a thing bone uh, lines in a spiral yeah. so you just kind of took that and I guess shoved it in your pocket and then I think it was Rachel has been pushing the the tea for a long time and finally convinced Sonia oh yeah and we finally yes. did some tea yeah, yeah tea at a tea party I asked, a and I asked uh, where we would find the individual who has the item causing the call pulses and Horace gave me a fun little riddle oh yeah <laughs> uh, in the sepulcher of the servant in the sanctuary of the goddess's hand in the crypt of Nefru Sepish we gotta figure out where that guy's buried yeah I think we were just gonna you know do not pass go do not collect $200 I think we were just gonna go right here so because we only have two days yeah, yeah, going the guy. day we're on and next tomorrow that's it that then we're done and we may not even have tomorrow <laughs> so no no i did notice today. just uh everyone hop in the wayback machine real quick anyway you don't, you don't have a sound effect for that I, i'll edit one in later <laughs> i'll just make a sound out of that I did not mention, but I guess it can go without saying, but I won't let it go without saying that there was an additional call pulse last night as well. Mm -hmm. uh, there might be more. Fortunately, you're not leaving a lot of no. And on yours on yours is sanctifying everyone and saying the proper guy, prayers as we there. find them. How many holy waters does he have left on him? I only have two. No. You got blessing. Uh, I've got a couple for more. You. Sanctification for you. I've got four more if we need them. So. We did rest. I could memorize a blessed water and make some. And I will actually go ahead and have um, anyone who has spellcraft make me a spellcraft check. That's not Sudi. Not me. I really need to take it. <laughs> Someday. Sagira will never take it. On yours gets a 28 on a spellcraft. So on yours can tell that 
This is the third night in a row where the pulse has become stronger. Oh, it's getting stronger again. It's building back up towards another crescendo. Fun. Oh, no. Bless Water is a zero level spell, isn't it? Am I having a total brain fart? Uh, no, Create no, Water level. is a zero level spell. Bless Water is a first level first spell. spell. Or was it, yeah, it was like some kind of like material component. It requires or... silver dust. It's silver, yeah. Yeah. Do we have silver before I memorize this? Do you have silver have... coins? Oh, I do have some you silver. You grind them up into dust. I have 15 silver. Every adventurer's kit comes with a mortar and pestle in case you need to powder your up your coins. gold. Oh, it, makes, <laughs> it only makes one per casting. That's yeah. totally not worth it right now. Yeah. <laughs> So it's one of those things to do in your downtime. I'm just reminded of this is my 90s reference. uh, The scene from Dogma when they're facing the excuse my French the demon and Uh, you know and she like slides over the bar and they're like bless the water and she like does the symbol over it and Uh, throw it at the demon. That's totally how that should work in Pathfinder Land. (laughs) Agreed. If only. (laughs) So it's supposed to begin the uh, what is it at that point seven eight counting the animals the nine of you. Um, oh my god. Man, we're a big are, party. Nine of us? Yeah, you still have the faded with you. Oh, they're, they we don't, don't count. They're, they're not coming <laughs> the, on the adventure with us. None of us have us. leadership. They don't count. <laughs> we're not taking those weirdos. Seven individuals, a cat, and a bird. <laughs> are, Walk into a bar. Um, all of you are currently in the common room on having just finished, uh, Onuris has just finished his little single person tea party, <laughs> flipping over the tin cup that he's using as a teacup and knocking the dredges out and divining all of this information in the uh, the tea leaves left at the bottom. Dawn has come by this point, as Onuris had to pray for his spells until Dawn to gain his powers back. Oh, and Onuris doesn't have Mummy Rod anymore. You still have Mummy Rod. Sure I do. I know I'm down my charisma. Okay. I'm not quite as chipper as usual. Hmm. I'm sure it's noticeable. <laughs> I'll fix it tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> considering we're all pretty serious people, we're just probably like, oh, you're finally getting with the game. <laughs> We need to look over this map and try to figure out where this place is and yep. just go there immediately. Yep. Yep. I unfurl well, the map. So you produce the map, roll it out. The common room area has a large central uh, slab that would have basically served as a central table. Whether or not this was previously used for food, which is unlikely, or possibly displays of some sort of shrines before this place was looted or sanctified or whatever it occurred here, you don't know. But I this provides you an open area to unroll this, and the skylight above provides you plenty of illumination as all of you lean over this. Eddies of sand whispering in off of the rooftop and slanting rays of sunlight streaming down. As you look over this, I will allow anyone that wishes to make me a knowledge history, knowledge local, or let's go religion. Local it is. Can we roll both if we have both? Uh, if you have both. Let's get the religions first. I roll a nine. Roll a 19 with a 24 on religion. Uh, Onyaris only gets a 16 on his religion. I don't have religion. So do you absorb all of this information? First off, the very concept of this person being in a shrine to the most sacred follower of Phrasma in the entirety of the city is somewhat disconcerting. Sudi's not a happy kitty. You do know that Nefrushepis was the... Uh, is the founder of the Voices of the Spire, was led to Wati Eon's past. The exact reasoning behind it varies. Many people believe it was a vision from Phrasma herself, who grew so distraught and upset with the sheer amount of death as well as undeath that was plaguing the city of Wati that she dispatched her most powerful servant in Osirian to deal with it. It is said that his arrival was heralded by a shooting star that deposited a rock into the River Sphinx itself of which he drudged forth and then had formed into the pinnacle for the obelisk that makes Phrasma's needle. That's some sky metal up in there. Yep. He then 
purged the city, cleared it, and in doing so, the Shepis line became a noble line in the Osirian hierarchy. Uh, this was despite the fact that during the time that he was doing this was still during the Interregnum when Osirian was under foreign rule. And that's basically what you know pertaining towards Nefrushepis. You do know that he was buried in the necropolis, although your religious knowledge doesn't tell you where, yeah. just that he was interred. What do we get on the knowledge history checks? On yours, got a 26 on that. 26. Uh, Sudi's got a 12. Fair. Eh. So Sudi knows the religious side of it. On yours, you do know the historical side that beyond just his religious significance, Shepis was a renowned military tactician. He was extraordinarily skilled, and his ability to coordinate all of the forces of Phrasma to actually cleanse Wati is still considered a renowned accomplishment even today. Of historical significance, you know that he cleared Wati, but or cleared the dead city of Wati and helped build back up the living side of Wati. He did not expand anything inside of the necropolis. No new buildings were constructed, nothing along those lines. People had expected him to actually build like a temple of Phrasma or something. The only thing that he actually erected in the entirety of the necropolis was Phrasma's needle. There's some secrets up in there, I bet. Yeah. And what do we get for our knowledge of locals? 20. 25. Both of the two of you know. The two of you, I imagine you'd still take the time to pull out the map, glance mm -hmm. this over, look. Both of you know the rumors and conferring with Onuris and Sudi pertaining towards the religious and historical significance. No one knows where the tomb of Nakat Shepis is. Yeah. It was buried in Fudge. secret, only that it is inside of the necropolis. Oh, because that narrows it I down. I bet it's under the needle. That's what I'm thinking, I'm actually. thinking this also. Because they're saying in the sanctuary of the goddess's hands, you know, it just... It's the only Ferozman building. Isn't it the... Well, it's, it's not even a building. It's just a single 50-foot obelisk. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, mean there's no. not something underneath it. I'm spelling a secret door. Is it the checking? only holy place of Ferozma in the entire necropolis? Well, as far as the rumors, as far as knowledge local is concerned, uh, there have been rumors of places that people believe it has been for years. Mostly because Nefrushepis wasn't the only person entombed there. Hmm. His noble family line were entombed there for centuries. From what you understand, it became lost at some point. Hmm. As in the, the message didn't get passed down from one family member to the next over some generations. Or perhaps the main line died and a secondary line didn't actually know. Hmm. The two of you would probably know from the scuttlebutt that you've heard about the city that... As a bastard son of the family line, Nakat Shepis probably would not actually know where the family crypt or tomb was. It seems like mm. no one does any longer, but it would have to be a large structure because possibly dozens or scores of members of the Shepis line were interred there. Okay. What big buildings are there? There are numerous large buildings. That we haven't already been in. That you haven't already and been in. And that weren't houses. I don't feel like they bury them in somebody's What's the name house? of that place that the Lamia are hanging out? Oh, that's fancy sounding. The Cenotaph of the Cynic. Yeah, well, yeah. That's oh, where that they, sound yeah, right. it's where they buried, well, buried and honored those who died who were a-religious or atheistic. That's not going to work. Yeah, that's probably not it. What about that screaming building that makes people throw themselves off the roof? That was a library. That's a library. That's a library. Uh, I don't know. I'm liking Are, the needle. Yeah, I thought we were still checking out the needle. Yeah, I think that's that's where we should go. I will warn you that the needle is... Uh, oh, that's right where all the undead are in. It is literally in yeah. front of the gates yeah, of the city. Yeah, and where all also the if it's a large structure... Yeah, that's what made me think. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, it'd be hard for people to be getting in and out from under the needle without the people on the walls noticing yeah. stuff going on. Sure. Yeah, well, and we couldn't get to it anyway because right now it probably looks like that scene in World War Z where they start like piling up on each other to try to get over the wall. So what else is there? A what else do we see on this map? There are dozens of large structures on this map. 
I will go ahead and allow, you know what, let's make it a wisdom check. I'll allow a wisdom check from the party. I have some of that. Mm. I have some of that. Fine. I rolled a six to get an eight. Uh, Citrus got a 19 again for a 21. So nice. Uh, Citrus got a 16. Hey. On yours gets a 20. So we'll say it c- occurs to Sudi first. Yay. I assume all of you have this debate, leaning this over. The faded chime in every once in a while with uh, like, hey, maybe this place. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure their uh, suggestions are full of wisdom. We do a lot of ignoring them. <laughs> it's more of that we look up and then go right back to the <laughs> <laughs> Sudi, you know you know that the party doesn't necessarily have as much access to information as most of your competitors up until this point. You've been pursuing the barefoot man for basically a week that you've been behind him. It seems like even if they don't know exactly what they're looking for, it seems like the cult of the forgotten pharaoh at the very least have some inkling or ideas of where they're going. You do realize that you do have two clues. The star chart, which must be from a building that that the barefoot man had gone to, that he had traveled to. Neptu Kufri, if you're to believe that it is Segura's family member. Mm. You also have two journals with a collective list of buildings that the Cult of the Forgotten Pharaoh are exploring that they believe houses this artifact. Mm. Well, we have a star chart here and it's not going to be from any of the buildings we've been in previously some kind of observatory maybe something you used to look at the stars that's weird. Is, there some- is there something like that here we were in someone's we tomb. already went to a place that was an observatory that's where we found the fireball sarcophagus and also the game and yeah the senate game well i'm out of ideas again <laughs> but we should look through these he was like a guy from a college or something, right? Was there like a college nearby? What buildings are crossed off on these lists and what aren't? And any of them have anything to do with the stars aren't crossed off? So the the information that you've gained from the cult leads you to believe that they, uh, they're they exploring the Marid's Caress bathhouse. Mm-hmm. Probably not that. Although that is actually the place where the barefoot man was seen outside of. But he was leaving the structure. Mm. The Pyramid of Arithmetic Bliss been there. I believe Sudi did a thorough second pass searching for secret doors. I did. The Observatory of Truth and Wisdom. Maybe that place. That observatory? Hey. The Sanctum of the Erudite Eye. We've been been there, there, done that. Got the (laughs) t-shirt. The Shiny Bobble, which was circled on the list. It also has a compass near it, or no? An elegant compass should be there as well. But isn't that one of the ones you've already been to? No, you have not gone to the shiny bubble. We were going to go there. Yeah, I think we said... Uh, and then we did the tea thing. Yeah, in the last episode, we oh, might go to we one just go there. and just see if it intersects any of these points. Yes. The dry veins and the tomb of Minket Makya. Minket Makya is the one where we found this explodey tomb, right? Yeah. In the game yeah. of Synecus. Yeah. Which so I believe we played. Citra is currently benefiting from. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you won the game. When you rolled on the star chart, you had determined the most common places it could have come from are the Academy of Skies and Moon. Muffet's Marvelous Maps. You theorize that it could have been from the Pyramid of Arithmetic Bliss, but again, you've thoroughly explored that location. The Observatory of Truth and Wisdom, Pahat's Prognostications, and the Tomb of Minket Matya. How far away is the shiny bauble place from where we are now? You are currently on the far eastern side of the city. It's in the southwest. So, I mean, it's not... Is there any other spot with an elegant compass that we haven't looked at that's closer to where we are now? 
Yeah, we could use it to be or, like, ah, that's Yeah, because our plan was to try to get one of them to see if it pointed to any of the locations because mm-hmm. it's going to like generate basically a line through the city. Because the three, uh, there's five, right? There's five of them, and we found three of them, and none of them are working so yeah. far. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that is closer to you than the shiny bauble is the Marid's Crest bathhouse. Does it have a compass? It is marked down that has a compass, but there actually is a question mark next to that. Hmm. Which you've seen next to a couple of these where you're going to guess that those are the ones that they think no longer function. Hmm. However. Possibly repairable because we have all the parts. And the bathhouse is one of the places that the cultists are searching, right? And Hmm. is one of the places, and is the place that unwrapped harmonies. People saw barefoot guy. Correct. Maybe he left something behind. Maybe we'll find a clue. It is a decent distance away. Um, it's unless you have some rope. <gasps> because if you actually scale up the side of the wall to the nobles district and drop down, it literally, it is 120 feet away as the crow flies, but you'd have to oh, walk through all hey, the floor. I have rope. I mean, we got rope. Sudi's been repaired this whole time. <laughs> so, moment to shine. Everyone's like, do we have any rope? And you just look over and Sudi's just draped in it. Like Sudi's <laughs> <laughs> already like uncoiling it from himself. You know what Sudi really needs is a robe of useful items. You know what I really need also is like a rope dart. Uh, oh, to like learn the rope dart style. Yeah, so uh, yeah. so let's Get hit up here. the bathhouse. Okay, we'll yeah, go bathhouse and then first. we'll go to the shiny bobble. If we can repair the compass in the bathhouse and it points in the general direction of the observatory, I think that's, that's where we should go. But I got a bad yep. feeling about these compasses. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think any of them are going to be working. The ultimate red herring here. Use these compasses and all of them are broken. Thanks for asthma. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> should use this tea sooner. So uh, <laughs> I suppose you guys collect all of your gear. Uh-huh. Yeah, ready yourselves, don your armor, strap on your weapons, give fist bumps to the faded. No, 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 not really. Definitely not. No, not probably really. to like the little uh, little dark, dark folk. folk absolutely, yeah. they're doing yeah, the spiral of phrasma all over the place. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> okay, just, like, okay, you do a thing with them where you do like the spiral of phrasma, but it ends in a fist bump in the center. Oh there you go. yeah, yeah. This is a spiral. Boom! It's like the uh, <laughs> like Max thing. You know, it's like the <laughs> that is the the spiral for normal lay people, but the like voices of the spire secret handshake is the spiral fist bump. Probably, yeah. <laughs> That feels like one of those like things like if you were like watching a movie version of this, to be like the casting of a spell is like you draw a spiral and then you put your fist out like a fireball pops out or something. Pops out, just boop, I'm a fireball. <laughs> with like you know, it's like a, a chibi fireball with like a little face, like it's a, a calcifer. Calcifer, yeah, yes, I love calcifer. May all your bacon burn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you make your way out, uh, out the back door of the estate, actually. Uh, Heyo. Walk across what would have once been a nice courtyard back here. A few scrubs and brushes still managed to cling to some sort of life here, but most of this place has just been given over to decay over the intervening millennia since this place has been neglected. You can either throw up a grappling hook or I think Sudi has a natural climb I speed. I do. So, yeah. I climb up. You can ascend to the top. There are not crenellations at the top of these walls. Okay, so I can just jump down the other side and like hold it. Yeah, get, if you want to brace it. I'll do that. Anyone who can take 10 on a climb check and get a 5. I can do it. I can do it too. <laughs> I can do it. Oh, I was just waiting for you to be like, I, I really actually can't. I assume my <laughs> cat can. Ranks and climb. Uh, it would have just been funny. I assume Mr. can just jump the wall. I don't know. Uh, it's 30 feet high. Well, she has an eight climb. She can't use a rope. <laughs> so your options are she has an eight climb. The you, climb. Tie the, you tie the rope on her. I can probably lift her, pull her up. Yeah. On her, it flies over. The oh, climb yes. DC is 20, so that hard. would be difficult. <laughs> if you can sling her across your shoulders you could feasibly carry her up like that it's the most well-behaved cat to like let you like fireman carry it 
I mean, um, or she, you could tie the rope around her waist, reach the top, straddle the wall, pull her up to the top, and then lower her down the opposite side. Yeah, we're probably gonna have to do that on account of um, she puts me over my light load. Okay, that's <laughs> problematic. Yeah, I'm sure you could probably still take ten on a climb check and get more than a five even at past the light load. I believe oh, uh, I so. medium is a minus three armor check penalty. All right, I will just fireman carry my cat. <laughs> okay. Dramatic music plays as you just like grab the cat and the cat's just like Row! I mean to be fair she would only need a 12 to be able to climb up on her own so that's yeah. not that difficult for her. She she's, can made, almost, she's, she's making the thing like she's trying like please just let me do this myself please. Yeah. I mean she can almost take 10 and get a 20 herself to climb up this but yeah. but Taking for ease, 10 she gets an 18. So. Which is sadly just a little bit shy of the DC 20 for this wall Yeah, but you managed to ascend up to the top each of you one after the next reaching the top Nah, she's going to roll for it. I want to see if she can do it. Okay. She doesn't do it. Okay. <laughs> she kind of scrabbles at it and then yowls at you, and I suppose you climb back down and then put her on your shoulders yes. and climb back up. This is what occurs. Yeah. We're a stealth party. <laughs> Are we? Because I don't think that's true. <laughs> Nothing stealthier than a cat meowing. Yeah. And a cleric uh, who has heavy armor. It's, it's, it's light armor. It's mithril. It is now. You guys have at least uh, <laughs> 60 feet of rope, right? I have 50 feet on I've got 50 feet rope. myself, so yes. And my rope. I'm yeah. borrowing somebody else's. I don't have any rope. <laughs> what? How do you not have rope? Everybody should have rope. We're going like cave diving. You didn't and grab a kit? Huh, ah, no. weird. Your rope's kit? Right, so we're going in a city. What do I need it for? If we've Does got to do a Mission a Impossible kit? type situation, I mean, we only have 150 feet of Mission Impossible rope before we run out. Yeah. It comes in a lot of kits. I don't know. So basically, Sudi scales up the wall, drops down the opposite side. You toss the rope over towards him. He braces it. Segura braces the opposite side. Onuris and Citra climb up and then down the other side, so there's a counterweight. Then Segura climbs up to the top with her cat on her back. Sudi can then climb back over so he can brace the opposite side. So Sudi has to climb up and down the wall three times, but he's fine because you have a natural climb speed and a pretty good climb He did an easy morning calisthenics, so this kind of like loosens him (laughs) up the rest of the way. So by the time that you're actually getting going, it's been about an hour, and Sudi's worked up a, a good sweat before you go. Very good. Do, d- does Sudi sweat? Between his nose, Do and nose his ears. And the paws. Your beans. My <laughs> little beans are slippery. <laughs> if a cat's hot enough, they'll actually leave uh, sweat paw prints behind them. Mm-hmm. Ooh, weird. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it also keeps them from burning their feet. Which the is more important. you know. The more you know. Reaching the opposite side here, there is that... The little bit of re- revelation for all of you is you just kind of reach down on the opposite side and go, well, the noble estate was literally less than 80 feet away from what was basically just slums on the other side of the wall. Yep. So a little bit of a class system uh, or caste system allegory there. The only thing that was separating the nobles from the commoners here was a three foot thick wall. Didn't save you from the plague now, did it? No, it didn't save the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only because they built. Uh, That's exactly what uh, Rossetti says. Nope. No, it didn't. <laughs> so terrible. She's very right. zen about her murder. I doubt it. She's insecure. She's probably feeding off that rage. Oh. I am all rage. <laughs> you make your way off. If you die, just play a spiritualist and Arsetti's your ghost. <laughs> I thought it'd be cool if Arsetti was just in my body, but then I was like, nah, they'll kill her. She could uh, be a bard. Absolutely. You're possessed by an undead. We have to, like, get rid of yeah. that. I think she'd be a bard. She could have been. Making your way. It doesn't take you long to find the Moritz Crest bathhouse. The structure itself is fairly large. As you approach the front doors, you find that there's, there are no actual doors to this, just a wide archway that leads within. Four pillars mark the front of the structure. These are designed in spiraled markings, not with hieroglyphs, rather with artistic interpretations of aquatic beasts. 
in most of these cases, these seem to be fish, although you do see a number of other river denizens, such as large snakes, as well as alligators, designed in a spiral pattern, upholding the front awning of the structure. Cute. In the shadowed areas where, it's, where the sides of this building are protected, there are still s- some small flakes of blue, the blue paint left over from centuries past. The side of the structure is covered with tiny stones. Blue rocks made into mosaic patterns, although most of these mosaics have collapsed and fallen from the side. It would have once given this place a lighter blue of sky and then a deeper blue of sea or river designed around the outside of it. You can easily make your way through the front, ascending up the steps and making your way inside. At one point, there were probably partitions here. You can see that there are pipes along the ceilings connected to various pillars where at one point drapery would have dropped down to divide this place into various sections, although that's gone entirely. All that remains now are five large basins. Four of these are empty. A morass of mud, mold, and crumbling stonework fill a majority of those. The fifth one, however, is still filled with water. There is a humid air to this place as you make your way in. A large contraption of metal stands at the edge of this one pool. Hmm. It seems to be a tripod of bronze and brass interlaid with a variety of complex, or with a sphere top with a variety of complex cogs, gears, and oh. designs. Well, let's see if we can get it working. Is that the compass? Approaching towards it. How broken is it? What's in the water? <laughs> also, what's in the water? <laughs> Don't disturb the water. It's dire. Learn anything from Aragorn. So, Sudi's making his way over towards the compass. What is the rest of the party doing? I mean, I feel like we should stick close together because last time we let Sudi wander off, he attracted two mummies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go over there so I can look in the water because that's nearby. I'm going to kind of keep a lookout. Are you staying close enough to come with us? Staying close. Okay. Keeping a lookout. Doing your trap spotter so that that Sudi doesn't set off another trap or something. Well, Sudi didn't set off that last one. Yes, that is what I'm doing. (laughs) It was me. The four of you make your way forward. Isra follows, although somewhat reluctantly. Mm she obviously is not pleased with the smell of this place and does that you know wrinkles her nose as she gets close to the water and just kind of gives it an evil look mm. on her it flutters off of on shoulder and lands on one of these convenient perches made by the various pipes along the ceiling <laughs> nice this smells disgusting yeah any of those of you who have knowledge of nature may roll it i have that hmm. i roll a nine i get an 18 unless it's an undead no or human <laughs> what, what the wire is really just a giant gelatinous cube. <laughs> yeah. Do you have urban? Obviously like, not. It would be transparent. Anyway. Yeah, it doesn't help with knowledge, nature. As you get closer to it, it's difficult to exactly call this water. What color is the nasty sludge? Um, <laughs> it's it's something too thick to be water, but not viscous enough to be mud. Hmm. So um, it's a slurry. Yes. Disgusting. We're uh, going to get attacked by like a slurry also, or a slurry golem. or A, a sluice? <laughs> I also wrinkle my nose with hate. <laughs> Segura glancing this over, this eddies back and forth. Steam slowly rises off the top of it. The entirety of it has taken on a shade that is somewhere between green and brown. Yeah. And you're positive that this is fed from some sort of underground spring. Mm. Although why anyone would bathe in this, but you imagine it was possibly even cleaner before or feasibly someone using something like purify water could have actually kept this clean. Hmm. So it's just water? Well, ish water? Uh, You know that it's not potable. Um, You would not want to drink this. Uh, No, it's concentrated now. 
uh, it might actually make for a rather pleasant mud bath. Like getting close to it and extending your hand over it. It's not, it's warm. It's hot enough that it would probably be unpleasant to the touch for anyone that wasn't Suli. Oh, yeah. Um, but. I poke it. Don't touch that. Eh? Suli looks back at, at hearing, <laughs> don't it. touch that. <laughs> On your size and walks up towards Suli. Your hand is going to smell all day. I don't know. Everyone except for Segura may make a knowledge engineering check for looking at this device. Uh, Segura may make a perception roll. <laughs> to notice the thing about to eat your hand. Yep. Oh, I rolled a two. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's 13. not terrible. Unless it's an undead or a person. Oh, wait. 15. Because we're in a city. With my knowledge engineering, Sudi gets a 20. Very well. Looks clear. Favorite quote ever. <laughs> Can uh, the cat make a perception check? The cat can't smell anything but sulfur right now. Please try again later. She has eyes. With a 20, you think this might be fixable. Yes. It is damaged, not intentionally. Portions of the tiled ceiling above have collapsed down and struck this in numerous places, but you may be able to replace some of these components. Uh, you can at the very least find the components necessary. This would, however, be a disabled device. So it might actually be citrus skilled hands might be a little bit with your knowledge and her dexterous hands. You might be able to combine those to actually fix this. By our powers combined, we are an actual engineer. (laughs) (laughs) As the two of you kind of confirm over this, Sagira, you bring your finger up, kind of flick off the the little bit of stuff off the top of that. Off to the side, Isra gives you a withering look. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, don't pet me with that hand anymore. You, You eat raw meat. You start to stand up. And then the light from, I imagine, either on Yuris' spell or Sudi's necklace or Citra's necklace. It's fairly dark in here, so you would have needed to activate a light source. Glints off of something in the pool. Mm. Towards the center of it, about ten feet out. You can see that there's something that seems reflective down on the bottom of it. Hmm. I'm going to take my sword and put it on the ground. The salt one. Okay. Uh, what are you doing? There's something shiny down there. She's going oh. for a bath. I'm going to go in there and get hold, a shiny hold thing. Hold on a sec. Somewhere far hold away on a sec. in space, Admiral Akbar is shouting, It's a trap! <laughs> <laughs> I consider, like, for a moment taking off my armor, but then I'm like, I don't know. If it is a trap, I probably want my armor. Another one does How much cubic water, <laughs> cubic feet of water is in this? A lot. Okay. The, the pool is about 20 feet wide by about 30 feet long. Dang. Uh, and about three feet deep at its deepest point. Although it has like steps leading down. It's like one foot down for each one. This is like you could fit a bunch of people in this for mud baths. Yeah. Okay, because I can only purify 48 gallons of water. No. <laughs> I was going to try to help you out there. I'm just going to take off my armor, my why boots. Why don't you try to find like a pole first or something? There's no poles. Are there poles? could try to rip one of the pipes out of the ceiling that seems like a bad idea. Seems like a i'm just gonna take off my armor and my shoes and like maybe my pants and then i'm gonna wade in there sudi Su- stops <laughs> trying to fix this and just wants to watch the spectacle that's about well, to i don't want to have to put on soggy pa- you can create water i can take a bath when i get back out and so then i just like go in there on yours is off to the side filling up one of the other poles <laughs> Create water, create water, create water. Sudi's just looking forward to some mud wrestling that's about to happen when whenever it's in there jumps out. The Hot Springs anime episode. (laughs) (laughs) This is a terrible idea. All the the girls and all the guys are separated. Sagira doing this turns to one of the empty pools and just starts creating water. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. So, oh, I take my scarf off, too, because I don't want that to get this gross. This is going to end very badly, and I am definitely going to say I told you so when it's all over, and I'm going to go ahead and say it now. I told you so. 
Or it ends with a really cool shiny thing, and then I'm going to keep What going. if it's not worth it? I don't know. Who knows? Is it magic? <laughs> I have no idea. You can cast the table. These I are questions magic. that should have been asked before she got in the pool. Too late. Uh, there is a magical aura coming It's magic. It. Onur says See? continuing great water. Great <laughs> hey, water. That basically is Onur giving the blessing. It's Sigurd like, it's does, magic. Sigurd does pause and look at Onuris like, <laughs> he's on my side for once, and I keep going. Twice. Two times. Twice. <laughs> So, so do you go ahead and limbers up and like gets in that runner starting position get ready to dive in there can you swim can you swim in sludge better question ah. how's your, how's your I swim okay thing? against that hippo I can't swim so I'm not going in after you okay hope I don't die I'm going to sink like a stone I'm not going in after you you either. can fly I saw you fly Sudi just you know perks his feet up like he's on the runner's blocks like kind of tense his hands in front of him I actually can't fly today I didn't pray for that spell. That's unfortunate. <laughs> you know? oh, this is going to end badly. So, I suppose as Sigur strips off all of her stuff, since you, you can make a disabled device check if you wish to <laughs> piece this together. Might as well. I gotta take my armor off. That wasn't a great roll. Uh, great. Then I got a 19. Probably not. So, you kind of work away at this. You've got a lot of parts. Sudi's letting you know what you need here and there. This is too just bent and damaged for you to be able to piece this back together. Here, I can't try again. I rolled a 13 that time. It would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> So you kind of struggle with it for a little bit. You can pop the core out of this one. Oh, no, actually, sorry. It's actually missing its core because you needed that piece. Oh, I've, hey. I've got I bet it. it's but in this tub. It might be the thing that's in the tub. Who knows? My second roll would have been a 29. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you work on it for a while, but yeah. By this point, Sagira's managed to wait her way out there, reach down. I think the compasses are red herrings, guys. Metagaming. But yes, I agree with you. I might, as Sagira <laughs> say, I think the compasses are all going to be broken because we've seen nothing but broken compasses at this point. Yeah. Seems like a waste of time. I mean, the data is backing that up. As you pick up this object down in the bottom, hmm. um, you kind of fish around. It's decent in size, about six inches across. Okay. Um, you pull this free, seeing that it's roughly circular. As you splash it around in the water and everything to clear it off of all the mud and silt and such that have accumulated over years. The light had caught on the gleaming edge of this. At first you think it's a mirror, like a hand mirror. There's a handle and a circular top to it. Before you realize that it's some sort of magnifying glass. Oh, I looked through it. It magnifies. <laughs> it magically this magnifies. This is cool. It's like Blue's Clues. All I found the thing. We are looking for magnifying glasses. And then I guess I head back. Was there anything else down in here? Well, Onuris only detected the one aura, mm. so... Okay, then I'll head back. Yeah, you can wade your way back through the muck. And I go directly into the clean pool of water. <laughs> it's no longer Onuris clean. creates water on top of your head. You splash around, wash this off. Ah, Onuris nice. can make a spellcraft check if he wishes to attempt to identify this. You smell terrible. I'm taking a bath. 22. Uh, 22. Soap? I, I was going to say, I throw soap at you. I have soap. I have an adventurous kit or whatever. Sudi stands down. The danger is past. This is a lens of detection. Mm. Ooh. What is that? This circular prism lets the user detect minute details, granting a plus five competence bonus on perception checks. It also aids in tracking, adding a plus five competence bonus on survival checks when used to track. Hey. The lens is six inches in diameter and set in a frame with a handle. I keep it. What you is should it? use that. It is a lens of detection. It's worth uh, 3500 There's. Is there any sign of the cultists having come in through here or anything? It's just this big room with these baths, right? You can make a survival check to look around if you so wish. What's the perception check bonus? Uh, it's plus five 
perception if you use it to attempt to notice minute details. So you, it's basically if you choose to search a five foot square for like okay. a secret door or something, you can pull that out and magnify. Okay. Or if Citra thinks that there's a trap somewhere, she can pull it out to get a plus five circumstance bonus to search a tr- search for traps. Right. Enhance. Um, I'm going to use it to bonus. track. To look uh, for tracks. Also, I put my clothes back on first, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I put my pants on, my armor, my swords, my scarf. You can go ahead and make me a survival check to search. Well, I'm glad I have this glass. <laughs> um... As you're kind of like the old cartoon uh, Sherlock Holmes detective thing. And you're like going like two inches away from the ground. Uh, I get a 17. No, 19. 19. Because Ranger. (laughs) With a 19, you in fact do find tracks. Searching around for some time, you of course see your own party's tracks as they made their way in here. Uh, The ground in here is soft and holds tracks rather well and is out of direct wind. You almost miss it, but then you see a set of bare foot tracks. Oh, this guy. It looks like these are probably close to, you'd say, four or five, more than four days, less than a week. Okay. He appeared to have been here alone. Well, that makes sense. He, 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 it looks like Barefoot Guy was here. Did he look at the compass? Can I see where he went? The tracks show that he came in here. Um, interestingly enough, he didn't seem to look for the compass. He seemed to be actually searching the surrounding walls, searching the pillars. Hmm. Let's search the walls and pillars. That's what he was looking at. Perception checks? Yeah, the party can make a perception check. By this point, Citra knows that she's not getting any. I will attempt compass. to aid Segura. I aid Segura. Wait, so I'm... You can search now. Oh, okay. you, you've realized that you're not getting anywhere with the compass. Okay. I get a 23. Is that with my bonus? Oh, 25 because of Sudi. Yay. 16. Did not roll On yours, gets a 22. Searching about. Do you use your... I'm using my little doodad. A little doodad. Very slowly. The four of you take out the time to search this building. It takes about an hour, checking all the walls, checking the pillars. You find that some of the morass of mud in this place is because the the pipes that you see on the ceiling are, they're not hot, but they are warm to the touch. These seem to have also been piping in more of the water from below. In places, these have cracked and water falls down in steady uh, streaming rivulets off the surrounding walls. This is probably part of the reason why the masonry covering the inside walls deteriorated faster than it has in other places, because the moisture just got in behind the walls and then the plaster fell free and collapsed into the building. This structure was not designed to outlast millennia. Yeah. After an hour of thorough searching, though, you think that you've come to probably the same eventual realization or acceptance that this barefoot man came to. That there's nothing here. Mm. Except this lens. <sighs> well, there is one last compass, and it's on a location the cultists have circled. We can check it, and if it actually works... Or it is fixable. We or might fixable. actually be able to figure out at least a direction... And be able to rule out some of the buildings we think the star chart came from. Well, the shiny bobble was one of the buildings it might have come from, so... Next location? Yep, let's head southwest. You set off from here. Step back out into the light of day. Make your way. I gotta the... say, my, my skin feels soft. <laughs> it's exfoliated. But only like the bottom part of your skin? Yeah, well... Oh, she did have to dig into three feet of that... Uh, I was gonna say, I know if you like, went like full to... immersion. Yeah, I got a nice pedicure, whole, like a body scrub. It was nice. Well, she's fairly dexterous and she took off her shoes. She might have been able to pick it up with her toes and Probably. hand it up to her. <laughs> Maybe. Still gross. Mm. You make good time. 
you cut wide around the entry into the necropolis where Phrasma's needle is. At this range, you can hear the chanting prayers, the continuous droning prayers of the priests of Phrasma. Periodically between the buildings as you pass by, you can see through the alleyways all the way down to the wall and see that the church seems to have accepted help. Either that or the majority of the city outside is at the very least somewhat secured now due to the fact that you actually see members of the city watch along the walls as well. Oh, good. Considering the stronger and stronger undead presence, you're going to think that that's almost a necessity at this point. And you can see that the interior of the walls are burned. They've obviously been pouring pitch and oil over the side of the walls and lighting the corpses on fire in an attempt to somehow stop them from continuing to return or possibly weaken them somehow if they do whatever they can to hold back the undead scourge. But even from here, when the wind shifts, your noses are assaulted with the smell of burnt human flesh and desiccated remains and rot that must be overpowering closer to the wall. Wow. Gross. Eventually, you make your way down a number of back streets before finally arriving at your destination. Mm. The shiny bubble itself was probably at one point a, a rather nice structure. The glass windows that one, at one point covered the facade of this seem to have been replaced in Eon's past, covered and bricked up whenever this place was transformed from a place of business into a mausoleum. The door to this has been broken open some time back. It still bears the spiral of phrasma across the front of the door, although it now has been left slightly open and then bangs somewhat slowly in the wind as it whips through here. On either side of the front door are two glass statues standing about three feet in height. One of them appears to be a statue of a jackal, although its head is actually missing. Mm. Whether deliberate or just damage over time, you can't be positive. And it's glass? It's glass. Weird. The one on the opposite side seems to be that of a sphinx. One of its wings has been broken free. Why glass? The place is called the shiny bobble. I know, but that's not a very durable material. Well, and glass is cool. People would buy it. Making your way into the structure, as I assume all of you do, speaking Phrasma's name and lightening up your Phrasma glow stick. My glow stick, yes. A glow stick of Phrasma. Onuris calls upon the power of horse and lights up an object. Citra speaks K-Hound and activates her wayfinder. You usually cast it on, I think, Sagira's cat head. Yeah. Okay. My cool glowing cat Because I have dark vision. I don't really need the light source on me. It doesn't take you long to explore the interior of the structure. This entire building was repurposed into a mausoleum. Do we find any shiny baubles? Um, <laughs> you can search for some shiny baubles. You don't find corpses. Uh. Whomever was interred here got up and wandered off. Well, okay. Lovely. Or were sanctified. No. <laughs> There's no corpses. The bodies would still be here. Well, I'm going to look around. in the basement. I got a nat one for a... Oh, wrong dice. 15. Sudi's got a 14 on the die for a 27. On your schizophrenic. Yeah, got a 24. And this is the last chance we have at a compass, too. Mm-hmm. Or with your checks, you do manage to find about 50 gold worth of trinkets. These are all glass. Cool. Small cool. glass baubles. They are all going to be broken by the time we get out of here. The back of the structure. Does, do falcons like shiny stuff, or is that just crows? I don't think so. Crows, I think. The back room of the structure appears to be a glass blower's workshop. Meaning that at one point that was probably the primary business here. You pass through the living quarters on the second and third floor before eventually gaining roof access. Stepping out here, you would find a... Perfectly working and excellent condition compass. An elegant compass. <laughs> Broken into a thousand pieces. <laughs> With a note that says, ha ha, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> 
At this point, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Crystal glass. It's a joke. I get it. Uh, Is this one working? For the love of Horus. Anyone that wishes to make make me a knowledge engineering check looking this over. Uh, Anyone else that wishes to make make me a perception roll if they so wish. I perceive. Oh, Cyrus. I don't perceive well. On yours perceives well. 18 to perceive. 16. I can't roll. I have been, I've rolled like six fours today. Engineering on, on Sudi gets a 14. On yours gets a 25 on his perceiving. Okay. Sudi looking this over, you notice two things. First off, for being as old as it is, and even exposed to the elements out here, this is in extraordinarily good condition. Oh, finally. Sands, the central crystal. Hey! I got one of those. Uh, which appears to be missing. Sudi inserts it. Onura says, as the group kind of looks around, you can see to the walls from here. You're actually close enough that you could feasibly like wave over to the people on the wall because a couple of people on the wall kind of point out there. And just like, there's, there's some people out there. We kind of wave and then there's like an, an arrow that like shoots us and hits like a little ahead of us and we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We strike a really cool anime pose. <laughs> this is the anime episode. Yep. Between... Uh, all three of you noticed that behind the structure, between the structure and the structure behind it, which seems to be partially collapsed, in the alleyway between these, there's a large sinkhole. Whatever this building was built atop seems to be collapsing down into. Like a tomb? Oh, yeah, feasibly. Uh, holding only. some people named Shepis? I mean, it's but possible. Why would it be in a glassblower shop? That'd be weird. Um, Good front. I don't know. Maybe they like shiny things. Sagira and Citra both notice this, as does on yours. On yours, you, however, notice that there's... There's a mark in the sand up here. A literal line in the uh, sand? It looks like maybe... You don't know if it's a print or something else was up here. You may make a survival check if you so choose. Can I just point it out to Sagira? Yeah, I mean, dead. you can point it out to Sagira, too. <laughs> I mean... Is it a sniper's point? On yours gets a 19 just on untrained survival because he doesn't have any ranks in it, but he will point it out to Sagira. It looks to be the track of a single creature, not humanoid. Oh, Sagira will use her shiny new detective glass. After the adventure is over, Sagira will be opening a detective agency. Yeah. Citra got a 21. Uh, 27. 27. Much better. But Citra and Sagira can both... Sagira notes that they're... Uh, with your 27, you actually note that there are tracks from other individuals. Hmm. Um, some booted individuals came through here at some point as well. Probably the cultist. This track, however, you and Citra kind of take a second to confer. I imagine you wave over Citra upon coming to a realization. This is a track of a fairly large creature. A quadrupedal creature, <gasps> probably a dragon. <gasps> what? This looks like a dragon print, right? You must be joking. A those, dragon. Those I do real? like joking, but not. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You mean to tell me dragons are actually real? That's not just a story people made up? Dragons, dragons are dragons real. Dragons are real. <laughs> I have oh, no ranks in knowledge arcana. Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Sudi has no arcana and but no. If there was a anything. dragon in the necropolis, surely someone would have seen it flying. Did, but didn't we hear something about a dragon? You heard about a shadow in this area, something large and winged. I think Sudi assumed it was possibly a sphinx. Of course I did, because that makes way more sense than a dragon. (laughs) Sagira and Citra, Sagira knows that Citra knows a little bit more about dragons than she does. What color dragon, can you tell? <laughs> they didn't leave a scale. There's, I was going to say as a, a conveniently can laid I tell scale. Well, you can tell that it's probably have, medium size. Maybe okay, medium? they have different. You could tell a tiger print from a lion print if you're trained like in a, that kind of thing. Like a medium sized dragon. Does that help? Like it's like a middle. It's not a big one. But it's like a people sized one. All that Citra can really tell from that is uh, that means that it's probably young. 
I do not um, want to fight a dragon within like spitting distance of the wall of the living city. Oh my god. That'd be epic. <laughs> that's anime episode. Let's go. It's uh, not a full grown dragon, so that's something in our favor. Yeah, that's Aren't little. they still exceedingly dangerous though? Maybe it's nice. I mean, possible. What's not it? all dragons are bad. What in the world you, makes you think we have that kind of luck in this place? I don't know. Why are you jinxing it? You go pray or something. Like it could be a good dragon. Now that you said that, it's probably going to be an evil dragon, and I blame oh, it. It's going to be an evil a, dragon because everything dragon. here is evil. Pretty much. Is the, the dark compass one. working? Sagira, the last thing that I'll give you though is you do note that it seems to use this as a landing place. At which point, it made its way over to the side of the wall that overlooks the hole, <laughs> and then slinked down over the side of the building. I like drop my voice even lower, and I go, "I think it lives in the hole." <laughs> Uh, this track is probably less than maybe three or four hours old. <laughs> it was here like a couple hours ago, Can and it like, went down in the hole. Anybody have any magic to bury it? Like, just make it go away? But that's by anyone he looks at, the only spellcaster. Uh, and Nurus looks at you like, that, really? That, we might, that might be the tomb of Shepis that we actually need to go There'd into. There'll probably be a bunch of cool stuff in there. Cause... We are not expending resources on fighting a dragon. But what if it's nice? And what if it's Shepis is a dragon? Is that a thing that, that can happen? That is ridiculous. People become dragons? I don't think reincarnation <laughs> isn't a, really a common occurrence, and very rarely are you going to be reincarnated into a dragon. I wasn't going reincarnation. I thought Sagira was saying if you're bitten by a dragon, you turn into <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works, right? Can, can you dragon dra- wear dragon? It's a, it's a half dragon. Wear dragon. No, can it's you, a half dragon. Can you fix the compass? Yeah, yeah. Compass. Sudi inserts the crystal and says Phrasma and hopes that everything is awesome. So, oh, no. to fix this... Oh, he's reading that like I have to actually do checks and stuff. You'll have four options. You will either need to make a craft clockwork. Don't have that. Craft jewelry. Don't have that. A spellcraft check. Don't have that. Or disable device. Don't have that. Sudi will hold up the rock. Sudi, Sudi will pass the rock to somebody else. Citra reluctantly takes Your disable th- device is probably higher than my spellcraft. It's time for that alley-oop right now. Sagira goes and stands 15. over yeah. and looks at the hole. Can I take 10 on this or no? Yeah, you can take 10. Take 20. It takes two hours to do this. If you take 20, it will take you the next 40 hours. 40 hours? It takes you 20 times longer than it okay. normally takes I'm gonna you. I'm going to take 10 because my Senate You're bonus puts me at a 27. Okay. So I suppose all of you nervously watch. The hole that has a dragon in it. I do watch it. Somebody so, look up to. Someone's watching the hole. Someone's watching the wall full of undead. Someone's just watching the surrounding skies in case maybe the thing flew out and is going around. Citra Sudi. is trying to concentrate while sweat is like pouring into her eyeballs while she's like, careful. Especially because by the time careful. you're done, it's noon. So the sun's just beating down on you. Sudi takes walking. dibs on the uh, known quantity and watches the undead. <laughs> I'm watching yeah, for this dragon because I think it might be cool. Maybe it's a friendly thing. Yeah. I don't know. Could be friendly. Mm-hmm. Friendly would be good. Yeah. We live in a desert. I'm trying to think. Bronze? Blues are common Blues. in deserts. It's, if it's an evil dragon, it's probably going to be a blue dragon. Bronze. But what are the good ones? I don't know as much as uh, good dragons live. Yeah, I think we don't bronze are aquatic. <laughs> Brass are. Mm, I don't know. Citra. After two hours. What are the guys on the wall doing after we've been hanging out on this route for like yeah. two hours? They kind of watch you guys for a while, but after realizing that nothing's going on, they just kind of, you know. Oh, they're, they're about like, to okay. see. Now they, go, they go back to shooting the undead. They seem to be, you know, you're past the edge where the undead are the thickest. 
So they're more watching the undead for any of the slyer, more intelligent, something like a skeletal champion attempting mm -hmm. to slip by and climb up the wall on a weak point or something like that. Yeah. The mindless undead are fairly well handled. But Citra, after two hours, you pry off the upper plate, you remove the housing for the crystal, you slot the new crystal into it, you reset it back into location, which is somewhat difficult. This thing was never designed to be easily removed, and whatever removed this crystal previously didn't do so exceptionally delicately. It was probably the dragon. Mm. Ooh, shiny magic exactly. thing. Exactly. <laughs> shiny magic thing. This will True. be great in my lair. Citra, you slot in the crystal, replace the covering, snap that back into place. Upon doing so, you feel a slight resonance humming, like a tuning fork <laughs> vibrating slightly under your fingers, and then it sits still. A circular area provides enough room for a human hand to slide in and place a finger against the crystal. I think I fixed it. Then let's try it, shall we? I pull out my map. Sudi goes to activate it. Sudi, you slide your hand in, place it against the crystal. Charisma. The interior begins to click and whirl. I imagine you probably retract your hand quickly just in case. Yep. That humming sound increases in frequency. It's almost something that you more feel through your feet than necessarily an actual noise. Oh, no. The crystal inside of it spins before suddenly locking in place as the apparatus turns and a beam of light shoots straight out of it, arcing across the city's landscape, spraying straight forward into a long line that extends hundreds of feet. I draw a line on my map. Uh, Sagira, you may make me either a survival or a knowledge geography check. Survival it is. <laughs> Can we aid her on this? Can you can we aid her if you so wish. Yeah, yeah you kind of all just... Aid. I uh, aid. Keep in mind that, Citra, you can get a plus two bonus to this if you want to pull out your wayfinder, because it is a compass. Well, I aid her either way. Okay. Yeah, I aid too. I'll aid you with a nat 20. Wow. An extra 80. I got a 21. Even with all the aids? I rolled a seven on the die. Dang it. This beam shoots out. The um, people on the wall flip out. Yeah, there's a couple startled voices from the wall and people it's pointing fine. over. Oh, am I yelling? There's a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> that dragon's going to come Pretty first. sure the light would have given us away. And the away. shaky, vibrate sound, yep. like, feelings. Oh, no. From where you stand, it's nearly a mile to the far end of the city. Um, the beam seems to shoot across the full distance of this, not pointing down, but in a straight line across the top of the buildings. Hmm. As you trace this down, you can see that, marking this down on your map, it makes its way in a steadily east by southeast direction. You take a moment, draw a long line, and see that it crosses the archives of the Ibis, the mm -hmm. Dust Parlor, the Ghoul Market, the Observatory of Truth and Wisdom, That's Hello, the Pyramid of Arithmetic Bliss, and the Temple of Risen Osiris. I'm thinking the Observatory. Yeah, I am too. Follow yeah. shortly by the Risen Osiris thing. That sounds fancy. That's a nice fallback. That's like further away, I assume, by the, as the crow flies. The beam continues for about one minute. Uh, shooting out bright enough that you can actually still see it in the daylight against the sky for the better part of maybe half a mile as wow. it makes its way forth. Everybody knows we're here now. You can only imagine how bright this would have been at night. Yeah, blinding. Well, Drawing all the ghouls to us. <laughs> okay. After a second, the humming begins to subside. The crystal settles back into place and the rooftop falls silent. I guess we just leave this here, right? Well, yes. Okay. I think the observatory is probably our best bet with the star chart and mm -hmm. we can do anything about so he kind of points down to the sinkhole 
Nah. I think we should leave that be for now. The party may make a perception roll. <laughs> to notice the dragon about to come eat us? Yeah, yeah boy. God. Four. Seventeen. I roll a fifteen oh, for a cat. twenty-eight. The cat, however, gets a twenty. Citra gets a twenty-five. On yours gets a twenty-seven. And on her it gets a twenty-five. Does it get points? Do they get points for like animal instincts to tell them that predators are around? She has scent. As they're having this conversation, what row? Sudi, your ear twitches. You hear at the last moment a scrape when the thing is no more than ten feet away. Ooh, that's bad. A claw comes up over the side of the building. Oh no! What color is it? We should have moved the compass. It's bolted <laughs> down. All right. <laughs> this is followed by a large head. A length of neck, the shoulder and torso and a haunches and long lashing tail. And as it crests the top of the roof, it spreads forth its wings. As the light strikes it, it breaks, scintillizing into rainbow arrays of colors reflected off of the iridescent scales of this thing. What the Quetzalcoatl Breaking is into thousands of beams of light of red, blue, yellow, green, just splayed everywhere about. Is this Rainbow Bright's dragon? (laughs) Who are you? We are friends of (laughs) Tedmanib. What? That's worked in like three situations. We're just visitors. On yours might actually start to laugh when you say that because it is absurd. (laughs) All of you, all of you turn, having heard this voice, and now see this large draconic creature from the tip of its nose to the end of its tail. It's still close to 11 or 12 feet in length with a wingspan of close to, you'd say some maybe 18 or 19 feet. It looms large. Is it alive? Anyone that wishes to make a knowledge arcana may do so. Sudi has none of that. So this, uh, we're friends of Tetman everything is all he's got. Your finger guns, like we're friends, buddy. <laughs> I, I, I was literally holding a thumbs up. Uh, Citra gets a 26. 26. This ain't no dragon. Ah, uh, yes, this is the rare, rare mummy dragon. That... <laughs> no, it's all rainbow colored. If they make this an evil thing, I'm gonna be real sad because it's all rainbow colored and awesome. It could be anything it wants to be. Citra, you've read seemingly fairly extensively on dragon kind. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you in a world where they're real? Let's be honest. I was supposed to be studying ancient Osiriani and Tefu, and I was just like, dude, look this. Dragons. Ancient ancient pharaohs had, like, dragons and fought dragons and stuff. That's a thing that happened. Yeah, but I imagine, like, Citra totally got distracted from what she was actually supposed to be studying and just read about dragons. (laughs) I mean, they're pretty cool. There are chromatic and metallic dragons. Being the most widely known, if not necessarily the most common, there are also other kinds of dragons. One of these are referred to as primal dragons, Mm. almost elemental beings. Sounds bad. And in this case, a crystal dragon. (gasps) Shiny Bobble. Crystal (laughs) Frasier. I see what you did there. Each of its scales is almost a prism, reflecting light in a variety of shades of colors. Oh my god, it's not color-coded for my alignment convenience. I know, what the (laughs) heck? Crystal dragons 
are all colors. Are the friendliest dragons. Are generally good-natured. Oh, good, yay. Though their incredible vanity sometimes causes them to seem aloof and cocky. Any perceived insult against its appearance is all but assured to send a crystal dragon into a rage, which is a problem, as most crystal dragons are prone to seeing insult even when none is intended. Oh, great. So So they're temperamental. This is rarity, the dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal dragons prefer underground layers and often go for decades or even centuries without emerging from their extensive caverns and layers onto the surface. on the wall are losing their right now. They don't have a clue what that is either. (laughs) Crystal dragons tend to be exacting and even obsessive compulsive. Their personalities mirroring the precise and ordered nature of the facets of their scales. A crystal dragon's lair is a well-ordered place. These dragons find the very idea of a classic sprawl of a dragon's horde to be shameful. Oh my goodness. They're they're like they're like neat little rows like you'd find at the casino. So they probably this dragon probably doesn't like that all this chaos is happening right now. It sounds like it's lawful neutral. Yeah, it might be messing up its carefully gathered shiny baubles. You would know that a majority of primal dragons are neutral in alignment. Although, again, like all dragons, their alignment can be... That's a a general touchstone. Whatever they want to be. You may actually ask if you need to. uh, As a final thing for Citra, you are aware that it is juvenile. So it's basically a teenager in mentality. Oh boy. Probably recently out from under its Sa- mother's wings. Save, save the questions for if yeah. it decides to murder. Does, yeah, does I'm going to hold out of those for a minute. Right. It's a teenager. Does it live in its mother's basement? My name is Onuris. I'm Citra. I'm, I'm Sudi. We are from the living city. We're attempting to find the source. Living people should not be here. Well, we we, don't, we don't are want sanctioned to be. from the temple. Yes. Sudi is a. Uh, Oh my god, my brain just voice working with the temple to find the source of these cop pulses. And voices of the spire. What are these voices of the spire? They are basically inquisitors um, of Farazma. I'm yes. also an eye of Ra. He probably so, doesn't know what that I, is. He might know that. I don't know. We are, <clears throat> we are basically trying to stop the cop pulses from keeping raising the undead. I like clear my throat point at the bag of shiny cute things we have to maybe give the thing as like some sort of offering Ooh, good point i am shot as hot it is a pleasure to meet you it is an honor to meet you it seems to consider you for a few moments it's just puffed up segura bows (laughs) oh yeah we can give a bow citra will follow suit and give a bow what we're doing you may rise (laughs) I rise Citra rises Thank you How long have you been here? Some time Not long I thought this would be a quiet place Under normal circumstances it would be And we are attempting to Return it to such circumstances Indeed That is why you were here Yes We activated this compass to get an idea of what direction we can find the artifact causing the trouble. It eyes towards the thing before quickly darting its head back away to stare back over its shoulder and turning as its no. muscles tense. We, Where did we you get that? We found it in another part of the city and you're welcome to take this one now that we've already activated the machine. We got it in a different place. We did not touch your horde. It glances back as if almost torn between breathing on you or going back to check its hoard to make sure that you hadn't gone in there. I don't want to think about what a crystal stuff. dragon breathes. In fact, we come to make an offering and get your blessing to move about the city? Yes. An offering. 
Yep. I'm gonna look in the bag and like find the shiniest, prettiest stuff Just that I can find. Just give it the whole bag. Well, like a sample so they can <laughs> see. Yeah. I bow again. The baubles from downstairs, or oh. I don't know what we have in the bag. <laughs> we have nothing that's going to be pretty. It ha- We have the second crystal from the. Except for that. Well, could offer it that. Yep, that's the, what I got. The crystal. We can remove it and give it to you. It glows. I removed it the first time. You don't think that I can remove it again? But you shouldn't have to remove it, because we would like to do that work for you. Mm-hmm. We would be more than happy to. The party. May make a diplomacy check. Oh, I'm assisting somebody else. I have, I think I have the highest. I've got a 13. Before I, I aid someone. I aid on Eurus. Sure. So we're, we're aiding you? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, I aid. I actually can't not aid you. I get a 34. Boom. Hmm. Pharaoh powers activate. You're more respectful than the others. You have met the others. Cultists. I crushed, and then they had the indecency to explode. Yes, the, the cultist. Oh, rude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, she's see, not wrong. I it's rude. I can totally see saying that, too. Rude. I will take your offering. You made it work. Yes. Yes. It took, it took me a bit, but... How does it work? You touch it, and you say phrasma. You have to touch the crystal part. Now, if you don't want to actually work the compass and you just want to use the crystal, the same thing you hold, you say for us, and it goes purple. It glows purple. Yes. It's magical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one you remove should work the same way. Mm-hmm. If you would like a working compass and the separate piece. You are leaving. Once we stop the call pulses, yes, we will be leaving the necropolis. And essentially stop these rude people that explode. Mm-hmm. And hopefully any more undead from coming around and bothering you. The dragon sits back on its haunches. God, it's so cute and sparkly. <laughs> Lisa Frank Dragon. <laughs> Lisa Frank Dragon? That's exactly what it is. All of you are painted in basically a uh, disco ball spray of color from Can the Can we keep him? Somebody take leadership. No. There's a dance no. hall. <laughs> There's a dance hall around here you would love. <laughs> no, that's a disco party. Yeah, except for the... This isn't oh, Saturday Night Fever to kill here. you. <laughs> Do you have gems? Wait for it. Gems? Jewelry. Um, on the list of things that we've picked up, I've got some coins. I have a turquoise brooch. We have royal jelly. I don't know if that's shiny or not. Uh, we got some earrings, necklets, bracelets. So we have some jewelry. We have some jewelry. Sure, yes. We, we do have some jewelry. Hmm. I will take the crystal, but I am not... Hmm, I am not stingy. I have items that I have procured base things. I wonder if the corpses in here didn't so much wander off as the dragon murdered them. Ate them. It's possible. Armor and cloaks and weapons. Things that do not shine. Oh. You are respectful. I will remember you as I grow in strength until my wings eclipse the city. Thank you. I would be happy that you would remember us. If you were to return, I would be willing to trade some of these items for something shinier. Hmm. We could probably oblige that. Do you have any favorite shiny things? Yes, what do you prefer? Gems of any variety. Something with wide facets. Mm-hmm. If you were to deal with this... It gestures almost absentmindedly towards the city. Problem. That would please me. Very good. I will leave you to your mission. Thank you. 
Citra gives him another bow. A bow again. Yep. Bows, yep. bows for sure. Actually, with Citra's uh, knowledge check, she would have realized it was her. But anyway. Oh, oh she's a she. <laughs> Give her a bow. Yes. Yes. She slinks back over the side of the building, climbing down it as gracefully as Sudi. The last thing you see is just a prismatic spray of color as the tail flicks over the top and then disappears. Harris lets out the longest of sighs. That was fantastic. I cover your mouth. Let's talk about this when we're out. When we're away. <laughs> Let's, we have to be away. Then we can be excited. She okay. was so beautiful. She will hear us and maybe come back and be mad, so we leave. Okay. Citrus Barracks. We flee. Sudi lost his glow stick. I mean, honestly, fair trade. Yeah. Like, not having to fight a dragon, fair trade. Also, we can come back and trade things. we got to find some gems. Yeah. I, I like the idea that we, like, we've got, you know, we defeat the cop pulse and everything, and we're like, you know what we should do? Go trade some of these gems for, like, She some might have stuff. some good stuff. She might have yeah. some real good yeah, stuff. Well, She's actually got some pretty decent stuff in her hoard down there. But. Nice. All right, cool. Let's collect gems and come back. I want to put this mental image on everyone's head, though, because all I could think this whole time was the, uh, the crab from Moana. <laughs> yes. So shiny. <laughs> so let's make for the observatory very quickly. Observatory of wisdom and charisma or whatever. <laughs> so you all rush back down the steps. That was close. Make your way out. Go, oh God. So yes, Sudi, dragons are real. <laughs> hey, high five. That bowing worked, right? Yeah. Are they always so shiny? No. No. Not always. I mean, that's, I guess. That's actually a very rare sight to even meet one like that. And now she's our friend, and when she becomes evil and giant and wants to eat everyone, maybe she'll, like, not eat us. Is she a friend, though? She seems more like she thinks we're her subject. We're like her subject. Whatever. No, that's fine. She's but got now, some cool stuff we've met there. two rare creatures now. First the Sphinx, and now a crystal dragon. We should really it's have, amazing. like, a passbook. We can stamp. <laughs> collect badges or something. I, I didn't know. realize we were birding. Oh, we're Horus Scouts, twitching. remember? Horus Scouts. Horus Scouts! <laughs> <laughs> We could also be birding, or we could also be collecting Pokemon. There's our Pokemon reference for the episode. <laughs> we don't have a Pokedex, though, to be like, Crystal Dragon. Not yet. This dragon's very vain. Yeah, this isn't, okay. this isn't Starfinder. You don't have a little codex <laughs> thing you can carry around. Oh, man. We create them. Someone chisel it into the stone. <laughs> you don't have Papyrus, good gracious. You quickly make your way to the city streets. You set off. Following the the line now, heading in the direction, heading in the direction of the Observatory of Truth and Wisdom. Here you approach a large structure. The building has a large dome set to it. And this house of, you're going to guess, learning and record keeping, which is dedicated to the ancient Osirian deities of Ma'at and Toth. The two statues which stand on either side of its wide entry. On your left is the goddess of the Celestial Order whose feather all hearts are weighed against as they make their way into the afterlife. I thought they were weighed against an ostrich feather. It's usually referred to as the feather of Maud, so it depends on at what point in the period. But she's actually portrayed as having feathers. So huh, That makes sense. Why not both? On the right is the god of the moon and wisdom, the scribe of the gods Toth. Wide sets steps ascend up, making their way into the structure. And as you follow them ascending to the top of the stairs, you find a large chamber seemingly left undisturbed for you have no idea how long. A simple affair consisting of this single floor and what may be some towers set into the back, although as you make your way into the entryway, your eyes trace over the hieroglyphics on the walls, but are inoxably drawn down to the massive display across the floor 
the Latisse work tiles of black and white in a massive spiral, which covers the floor of this entryway. This is it. And we'll pick it up here next time. Lisa Frank Dragon. Dude, Crystal put a crystal dragon in <laughs> Of course so she did. Cool. So cool. Yeah. I'd put dragon. a Jessica dragon. I don't know what a Jessica dragon would be like. But... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sleepy. <laughs> Sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the littlest narcoleptic dragon. <laughs> yes, yes yeah. exactly.